a fierce transgender artist, amazing showgirl, and activist who has had tremendous impacts on the Latino LGBTQ community, Adela Vasquez did it all like the flawless queen that she is. Welcome to today's episode of Kick-Ass Woman of Color. My name is Jan Delise, and I am a student at Abbott Lawrence Academy in Lawrence, Mass. Today, we'll be talking about Adela Vasquez, and we'll see exactly why she was seen as the quote-unquote top-notch drag performer and the fantastic activist that she is today. Adela Vasquez was born out of wedlock in 1958 in Camagüey, Cuba. During that time, the July 26th movement had been occurring and was led by Fidel Castro. The July 26th movement, also known as M267, was made to remember the attacks made on Santiago de Cuba Army barracks on the 26th of July in 1953 that overthrew Florencio Batista, the political leader that ruled Cuba between 1933 to 1959. The reason why they overthrew him was because he was using his power incorrectly and was making a fortune out of his wrongdoings. Many cities in Cuba were being destroyed due to the chaos that this revolution had caused. She had been adopted by her grandparents and she lived with them for a while growing up. She would often wander around the streets of Cuba as well. At one point, she came across a community in Cuba that was strictly for those in the LGBTQ community. And there she was baptized in the fountain by the community as La Chica de Sadissima. Later on in 1974, she had been called to register for the Cuban army, but because she came in dressed in drag, they declined her eligibility because she was, quote-unquote, homosexual. And those who were part of the LGBTQ community were unfortunately not allowed to participate in the Cuban army. After being declined from the army, Adela Vasquez was committed to education and wanted to get a degree and become a teacher. Although she was great in the education and teaching field, she had to resign for the same reasons. On April 4th of 1980, Adela Vasquez was 22 years old when Fidel Castro allowed for people to migrate to the United States of America. She was one of the many people who took that leap of leaving Cuba and leaving their families behind. She hopped into the Mario boat lift, with many other refugees who were called the Marielitos. Those who were on the boat lift were people in search of economic opportunities and political freedom, and the United States sounded like the perfect place for them to migrate to. The then President of the United States, Jimmy Carter, allowed for this process to be pretty easy for refugees because on March 17th of 1980, he signed the Refugee Act that allowed 50,000 people to find refuge in the United States. Vasquez, along with many other people, landed in Monroe County, Florida. She was soon moved to a refugee camp called Fort Chaffee in Fort Smith, Arkansas. When she arrived, she said that there were members of the Ku Klux Klan there. Her experience in Arkansas went well overall, and it was mainly because of the fact that there were churches, decent health care, and easy access to food for the refugees. She was there for about a month and a half, and in that same year, she was noticed by a Los Angeles LGBTQ center, and they gave her the opportunity to travel to California. In California, she met a person named Ronaldo Victoria, who became her drag mother. 
A drag mother is a person who is experienced with drag that takes an inexperienced upcoming drag queen under their wing. When Vasquez contracted a venereal disease, her drag mother was the person who gave her advice on how to take care of herself and her body by recommending she use condoms to prevent any future diseases, especially since AIDS had become more prominent. This is something that kickstarted her need to raise awareness on HIV AIDS. She even states that the time period in which transgenders even became visible was because of HIV. She would often attend drag shows with Ronaldo Victoria and Vasquez soon decided to transition into a woman. Later on in 1992, Adela Vasquez had attended a wellness center and was crowned Miss Gay Latina. After winning Miss Gay Latina, she had become very involved with the transgender rights and problems within the community. She devoted most of her time to making these problems known. She realized that there were many health problems that needed to be resolved within the LGBTQ community. She spoke about these issues that trans women in the Latina community often go through and the dangers that they often face. She even had an experience that was very frightening to her at a Pride event. One Pride event that she had attended was in Dallas, Texas. In an interview with Juliana Delgado Lopera, Vasquez was asked what was most shocking when she attended a Pride parade, in which Vasquez responded, I was in Dallas, Texas in 1982. It was the first Pride ever in Dallas. 40 people marching, like 200 people protesting. The Ku Klux Klan, the religious people, they'd smash light bulb glass and throw it at us. She gave us a prime example as to what type of dangers one could face. She also got the opportunity to speak at the Human Rights Commission at San Francisco City Hall, which she was invited to speak at by Tamara Ching. One topic that Adela did not play around about was the discrimination of employment that transgenders faced. She always spoke about the fact that transgenders would be fired from their jobs because of the fact that they were transgender. And it made a lot of sense as to why she spoke about transgender people losing their jobs because she experienced that firsthand when she was a teacher back in Cuba. Later on in her career, she and a drag queen that went by the name La Condonera, which means condom woman in Spanish, created a group called Las Atre Divas, along with two other drag queens. What these women did was perform shows in Spanish at the gay bar called Esta Noche that highlighted the importance of safe sex and brought awareness to AIDS. Adela Vasquez was also heavily involved with an organization called Proyecto Contra Sida, which was a nonprofit HIV preventation program located in San Francisco. This program allowed for people to receive quote-unquote community-based health care for those in the Latino and LGBTQ communities. Throughout the years, she continued to work with her community in organizations such as the Transgender Community Health Project. She also continued her career as a Latina AIDS educator and preventation program coordinator. Adela Vasquez has and still does play such a major role in many LGBTQ people's lives. She educated those in the LGBTQ community about how important it is to stay safe from AIDS and HIV. She showed how important it is for transgender people to advocate for themselves and the rights that they deserve. And most importantly, she showed how important it is for the LGBTQ community to express themselves in their own unique ways and do so confidently and flawlessly. 
She will forever inspire so many people for being courageous and for her outstanding achievements. She will never go unnoticed by anybody in the Latino community. She is definitely a heroine. Coming up is a clip about what the word passing means to Vasquez. Passing is when a transgender person is seen as a gender that they identify as by the public rather than being seen as quote-unquote being transgender. Those who are passing are less harassed than those who people can tell are transgender. And it is very important to her that whether a person is passing or not, they are empowered regardless. I think passing is a word that discriminates us immensely. Not everybody can pass. And passing is something that the doctors will tell you to do. You try to pass. Well, I, no matter how much I pass, I will never be a biological woman. How about empowering me as a transgender woman that I am? At this time, I want to take a moment to mention the sources that I use for my research today. I'd like to thank timeout.com, where Juliana Delgado Lopera shared her interview with Adela Vasquez. Sexile, which is a book written by Jamie Cortez that gave me a deeper look into Adela Vasquez's life. And a big thank you to the writers of the book Queer Brown Voices, as this book put into great detail the struggles that Adela Vasquez faced and all the things that she did in order to make a name for herself. A complete bibliography can be found in the notes section of this episode. You can also find a selection of images related to today's episode on our Instagram page at KWOCpod. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to check out our Instagram and Twitter for additional visual and multimedia content about kick-ass women of color. Our handle for both is at KWOCpod. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Ingram, Google Podcasts, or whatever you like to listen to. And help spread the word so we can reach even more listeners and bring attention to some truly kick-ass women of color. Bye now.